um, uh, Ephesians 5.22. Watch this. He says, wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Okay, watch this. Wives, submit to your husbands as to the Lord. Verse 23, for the husband is the head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. Therefore, just as the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be subject to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, now he's addressing husbands, right? He says, husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by what? By the word, okay? That he might present to her to, uh, present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle uh, or anything such, uh, or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish, okay? So husbands ought to love, uh, love their own wives as their own bodies, he who loves his wife loves himself. Uh, 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 let's stop right there, okay? Well, no, let's keep going. He says, for no one ever hateth his own flesh, but nourishes and treasures it, right? Just as the Lord does uh, the church, okay? So let's just stop right there for a second, okay? Because this is one thing that I think has been uh, mis- misused and abused and hung over, you know, wives' heads and, and, and women's heads and, 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 and how you get this thing with the man and the man over the head and submit and authority and has been all kind of mixed up, okay? Now watch this. When you look at that word submit, okay, and you translate it into, in, in, into its various different meanings, there, there, are, there are Greek words, okay, um, and even translated Hebrew words uh, for submit that actually reads more like support, okay? That reads more like support and not necessarily do as I say, not obedience, but support, okay? Now watch this. Uh, almost like wives, uh, reading like this, wives, make yourselves available to support your husbands or arrange yourselves for battle for your husbands. Uh, make yourselves available to fight with or fight for. Uh, and even less literal, like go to battle for your husbands or like defend your husbands, right? And when it says it's about submit. And so what we're talking about is not necessarily an ancient Greek word for obedience, like just do what I say, but but, but almost a, met, a metaphor for the type of support you get militarily when it means to support um, uh, 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 and to fight, okay? Now watch this. When we talk about support and we talk about help, right, and we talk about these things, it literally lines up with exactly what Jesus said that he made Eve for, okay? Right? He did he never said that he made Eve to be subordinate to Adam. Never said that he made Eve to be uh, uh, under Adam or made Eve to be uh, uh, subjected unto Adam. Okay, now watch this. Here, here we go. We got to read the Bible. I see you, Ma. I'm preaching this. Watch this. It's, it's going to mess a whole lot of people up when they try to tell women you got to. Now watch this. Uh, here we go. Uh, Genesis chapter 2. Watch this. Let's go to Genesis chapter 2. We're going to start at verse 18, okay? Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. I'm going to read from, a, from, from, from two different versions, okay? I'm going to read from uh, uh, New King James, and I'm going to read from NLT. It's going to get me in trouble with a lot of people. Watch this. Here we go. Here we go. Watch this. Genesis 2, 18. Uh, he says, and the Lord said, it's not good that man should be alone. I will make him what? A helper, okay? Doesn't say anything about being subordinate. A helper, watch this, the next word, New King James, comparable, to him, okay? I will make him a helper 
comparable to him. Watch this, comparable. To be comparable means to be likened to another, to be similar, to be of equivalent value, to be worthy of comparison. It says nothing about being uh, being under or being subjected to. Now watch, we're going to get to where it says why subject yourselves. or We're going to get to all that, okay? But you got to remember, pre-fall, pre-all this other stuff, pre-religion, pre-Judaism, pre-anything else, that he says, I'm going to make you a helper. Watch this, comparable. I should also, I should also mention that, 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 that uh, uh, in the Old Testament, the word helper is used here when referring to women. But in the New Testament, Jesus says he will send what? The helper in the form of the Holy Spirit. Not that the Holy Spirit is less than man, but the Holy Spirit is there to help man, right? And lead and guide man into what? all truths. And so he's using the same word here for woman as he did for the Holy Spirit in the New Testament, okay? Am I, is anybody watching me? Anybody got that? Now watch this. I'm going to read from NLT. Then the Lord said, it is not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper who is just right for him, okay? We're doing Bible study tonight, job. Here we go. And so comparable is what it says in the New Cambridge, right? I will make him a helper that's comparable to him. And we just said that means able uh, to be likened unto another, similar, equivalent, uh, in quality, worthy of comparison. Okay, and so now watch this. So, so, so now where do where where does the whole thing as far as a submission and authority and all this other kind of stuff happens? Right, this happens post fall. Okay, this happens post fall. Now watch this. Uh, 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 now watch this. Is, uh, let's go to nineteen. Genesis two nineteen. Out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every bird of the air, and brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called each living creature, that was his name. So Adam gave names to all the cattle, all the birds. Da, 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 da. Watch this. Twenty one. And the Lord caused a deep sleep uh, to fall on Adam, and he slept. Right. And so we see that. Right. So he says. He says. He says that he caused a deep sleep to Adam, and Adam slept, and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh in its place. Then the rib, which the Lord God had taken from man, he made into woman and he brought her to the man, right? And so now we see that we still haven't seen anything where it talks about being less than or subject to or anything like that, right? Now watch this. He says, uh, uh, then, and, and Adam said, now uh, is bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh, right? This is still equal. Bone of my bone flesh of my flesh, and she shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. This is still equal, right? Therefore, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and they shall become what? One flesh. This is still equal. So here we go. We're talking about society. We're talking about culture. We're talking about male-dominated society ever since the biblical days, and we're going to get to all that, right? But up to this point, before fall, we see equal, because we're, going to, we're talking about this word submit and be subjected because we look at this word and because of where we're from and because of what we're used to and because of our culture, we think underneath and we think under, right? And we think that it means that this person must be less than or subject to. And that's not necessarily what's being said here, okay? So we want to make sure that we understand what's being said, all right? So even up until this point, we see equal. And they were both naked and the man and his wife, watch this, were not ashamed. Interesting there in verse 20, 24 in Genesis, where, where Adam says, therefore, um, uh, a man shall leave his father 
um, uh, and mother and be joined uh, 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 to his wife and they shall become one flesh, or as it said in the Bible. But up until that point, there was no man or uh, to leave his mother or his father because Adam was created, uh, right? And so there was, there, there was no uh, one to leave uh, in that point. So now watch this. We get to uh, chapter three. Now, again, remember, we're studying Ephesians, but we're going back here to get understanding, all right? Now watch this. Let's go to chapter three in Genesis. Uh, and let's move to, to, to 16, to uh, uh, post-temptation, uh, after the fall, right? Now watch this, um, uh, uh, 16. Uh, to the woman, this is after the fall, right? Now to the woman, here's what God said. He says, I will greatly multiply your sorrow uh, and your conception, right? In pain, you will bring forth children. Most women who have children will testify to that, that God was not lying and God was not playing when he said that. Like, that's true, right? He came, he came through on that one. Watch this. He says, in pain, you shall bring forth your children, right? Now watch this. He says, your desire will be for your husband. Now here we go. And he shall rule over you. Okay, so, so watch this. Anything that talks about uh, uh, women being subjected to man or man ruling over women, that is literally post-fall, meaning it was not necessarily the way that God intended it or created it in the beginning. We talked about how we made Eve and he made him a helper. We talked about the definition of helper. We talked about how it said, I'll make him a helper and comparable to man and how comparable does not mean under. Comparable means similar and like, and it means that, that equivalent to in quality, and it means worthy of comparison. And so when we get to this whole thing where we see in Ephesians, where Paul is sitting there talking about women, you have to make sure that you subject yourself to your husband. That is not saying that you're under, and that is not saying that you're least. That does not mean that anything that somebody tells you to do that you need to do and that you need to, no, the culture told us that. The Bible doesn't say that, and the Bible hasn't said that. And so many times you'll come to, you know, Pastor Rick, and it, well, I, Pastor Rick would never tell you this, but you go to Pastor, well, Pastor, you know, this is going on at the home, and the husband is saying this, and the husband's doing that, and the husband's not following the Lord. Well, the Bible says you need to submit, so submit and just pray. And that is not what the Bible is telling you to do, and you're sitting there trying to go home, and you're listening to a man who's telling you to do things and telling you to live and live in his life, and he's not following the scriptures. That's not what that, what that meant, okay? And there's another reason why we'll go through that, go through as far as what Paul meant. Um, um, uh, we'll get there, but we've got to get to understanding uh, first, right? So we have to understand that a lot of what is chronicled and a lot of what is written, watch this, was God and creation's response and God and creation's engagement after the fall, okay? Listen, we literally just got to the first two and a half chapters or three, two, yeah, two and a half, we halfway through the third chapter in Genesis, and we're already in the response to the fall. Meaning, if you see this book, this is this is pre-fall. These three pages. Everything after this is a reaction to to the fall of man. It's God's response and God's reaction and man's response to God's response. Okay, to the fall. And so we have to see it in that lens. Okay, watch this. And so when Paul is saying submit, he is literally telling women to adhere to what God had instituted. Watch this after the fall. Now, we also have to understand another thing about Paul when Paul is teaching these churches, okay? Remember, we talked about uh, when we're studying the books that we break this down verse by verse and we go through themes and things like this. Paul literally taught, watch this, and this just came up this past week over something as, 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 as you know, two believers, or not really two believers, one believer was, was kind of arguing about like head covering and hair. It was really, it was really ridiculous. But anyway, the, the, the point that Paul taught, watch this, doctrine, but Paul also taught, taught Tradition, okay? Now, I'm going to show you this now. Again, we're reading the Bible. First Corinthians. Let's go to First Corinthians, and let's go to 11. Because remember, we're talking about wives, submit to your husband, and, and all this other kind of stuff. That Yes, Paul taught doctrine. Paul also taught 
uh, tradition. Now watch this. Uh, 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 Hebrews um, uh, 11. Watch this. Um, uh, uh, this is before he goes into this whole thing about head coverings. First uh, Corinthians 11. I'm going to start at verse 1. He says, now I praise you. He's talking to the church in Corinth, right? Now I praise you, brethren, that you, re- that you remember me in all things uh, and keep, watch this, the traditions just as I delivered them to you, okay? And then he goes into what? But I want you to know that every head of every man is Christ and the head of every woman is man and the head of every man. So he goes and says, I thank you for remembering me in all things and what? And their traditions that I have taught you, okay? And so we have to look, what does the Bible say? We just talked about this in our prayer, that we study ourselves to show, that we study to show ourselves approved, a workman that needed not to be ashamed, but able to rightly divide the word of God to see what is doctrine, and to see what is tradition, amen? And so we went back in Genesis and we saw what the original intent was, right? Now watch this. Now, so, so he says, man, he says, woman, submit yourself. I see you, mom. It is good. He says, he says and we may need to chew on this again. We may need to, we may need to go back to this next Tuesday, okay? Um, uh, now watch this. He says, he, he says, so women, so, uh, he says, so wives, submit yourselves to your own husband, right? And, and be subject to him, right? But he says that, but now watch this. But then he also says, but uh, uh, husbands love your wives the way Christ loves the church, right? So now watch this. The subjection to man came after the fall, right? But the only thing that could redeem man after the fall, right? The only thing that could redeem man after the fall and, and, and it was what? Christ, what? Dying for the church, right? And rising again, which is what he did out of love. For God so loved the world that he, what? Gave his only begotten son. And so he used a lot of language, like, like, like give yourself for your wife, you know? And because what? Man's love, what? Redeemed woman from what? That curse the same way that God's love redeemed man. And so there's no way that me, as a man who loves my wife, the way Christ loves the church, would make Sierra feel like being subjected or being in submission is a curse right? Because I wouldn't lord that over her because the subjection only came to woman after the fall. But if I'm supposed to love her the way that Christ loves the church, Christ loved the church so much that he redeemed the church. And so now any woman, whether look wife or not, will never have to worry about any kind of brutish uh, uh, male lording anything over a wife or lording anything over a woman because I'm a man and the head of man is woman. So now you need to listen to me because I'm following God. No, 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 no. If I'm going to love you the way Christ loved the church, I redeemed you, watch this, from the curse after the fall. And so now everything that says subject, subject, subject is now wiped away to where now we, you're not subject, you're what? As he said in, 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 in uh, chapter uh, 2, uh, verse 18, comparable, a helper that is comparable. The same word helper that is used for Holy Spirit. Comparable meaning to be likened to one another, civil, uh, similar or equivalent in quality, okay? Come on, y'all. I'm trying to destroy, I'm trying to destroy hundreds and hundreds of thousands of years of male-dominated society using the Bible to try to su- subjugate people to being treated like they're less than something just because they're a woman. And when when if we read the Bible for what the Bible says, all that came. I see you see. I did break that all the way down. Listen, the, the, listen, it the, 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 if if we're if it, it all happened, watch this after the fall, okay? And so everything else is about God trying to redeem man and get man back to the place 
pre-fall, okay? And so we have to break this thing that says that Sierra has to be under me and I have to such and such and such. You've got churches nowadays that won't even let a woman pastor a church because they say, well, the head of every woman is a man. So how is this woman going to pastor some church and there's got to be a man over top of her? So we'll create a position called the overseer and he'll be in charge even though all he really is is her husband. Like that's ridiculous. Like you're making stuff up because you don't know how to break down the word to be a, 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 a to rightly divide the word to make yourself uh, um, uh, a work who needeth not um, uh, to be in shame. Listen, if she feels more bondage with you than without you, something may be wrong, okay? Listen, if she's feeling more bondage with you than she feels without you, then something, then you are not loving her in the way that Christ loved the church because Christ loves the church in a way that he redeemed the church. And so again, so when he says, woman, you will be subject to the man, but if the man loves the woman the way Christ loves the church, I'm going to redeem back. I'm going to buy back, right? My love will now make you will make you equal right we'll now make it back to what it was before come on somebody the fall i wish i could do something about the pain of childbirth but i can't but i can not treat you like you are less than me okay did we get that goodness i didn't know i took so much time on that but we had to do that and i'm telling you there will be listen I will post this and there will be people who would disagree and say, oh, here you go with this feminist gospel and all this other kind of stuff. It's like, no, are you listening to society? Are you listening to this? Because remember, we just read in 1 Corinthians 11, verse 1 and 2, where Paul said, thank you for remembering me in all things, right? And he said, and remembering the traditions that I have taught you, right? And so we have to rightly divide the word to see what is doctrine and what is tradition. Because then Paul goes into this whole thing talking about how when men pray, they ought to take the thing off their head, uh, head covering off the head. But then when women pray, they ought to have covering over the head and that how long hair is the glory of women. But see, Paul is teaching tradition there because again, if we want to go all the way back, somebody tell me what was the doctrine on head covering when Adam and Eve was here? What was the doctrine on head covering when Abraham and and Sarah was on earth? What was the doctrine on head covering when Noah was like, it wasn't here. It was religion that instituted that. And so he was teaching tradition when he said that. And so you have whole, you know, religions and, and people who will sit there and talk to you about how you got to have a head covering or you shouldn't have a head covering or you got to wear, you know, you can't wear pants if you're a woman or you can't wear like it's, but it's all tradition and they're not rightly dividing the word of truth to separate doctrine from tradition. Okay. There you go. Sierra. I see you doctrine from tradition. Cause don't forget a lot of the old Testament is establishing Jewish tradition. And a lot of the teachers, particularly Paul, don't forget Paul, Paul touted how he was the Jews Jew, how he was educated in Judaism. It's so much so that he persecuted Christians. He knew the traditions and he knew the law, right? He knew what it all was and he knew what was doctrine and he knew what was uh, tradition. We read how many verses in this study? We just read a few. <laughs> we just read a few verses and it's already almost eight o'clock. I'm sorry, y'all, but I had, I had to do it. And, and, and by the way, we'll continue to study and we'll continue to study this. But again, if you want to trace it back to, um, to, to, to the garden and you trace it back to that, listen, God was, was, was very clear um, about when he made woman and what woman's role was and that it wasn't something to be subjugated to man. And it was only after the fall that there was anything remotely close to God. That was the only time that God had made a reference to the fact that uh, 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 that, that woman, would, her desire would be for man and he would have rule over you. That was only after the fall. But again, if God is redeeming us over our sins and man is supposed to love woman the way that God loves the church, then it's a redemptive love. Amen. Okay.
All right, let's read a little bit more. We got we got a few more minutes. I'm so I hope we, we may need we may need to go over this again because we had to bounce back and forth and, and go through a lot of doctrine when it comes to this. Okay. Uh let's see. Where were we? Uh let's go to uh, let's go to 30, uh Ephesians 5:30. He says, For we are members of his body, uh, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this, is, uh, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. Now, now again, remember, remember, now watch this. Remember, we saw this before. We literally just read this in, in Genesis chapter 2, uh, verse 23. And so I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't go back to Genesis, um, uh, to this original quote in Genesis 2, and, 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 and read it here and see how it's quoted here, but not go back and see the context in, the way in which it was quote in which it was quoted, right? So when it's quoted here and saying, for this reason, he says, uh, uh, for this reason, a man shall leave his father and his mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This, this is literally a direct quote from the book of Genesis, all right? And we just read that. And so it's meaning that all this stuff is related back to that passage, right? And so that's where we went back. And that's why we had to go back to see that original intent intent, and what happened after the fall and what it all meant, right? Watch this. This is the great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. And so now here again, we go where Paul is saying, this is a great mystery, but as I'm teaching you this stuff, what I'm really teaching you here, and this is why I was saying whether it has to do with, you know, marriage or not, or whether, you know, you've been through a marriage and, and, and it, it's not about, it's not about uh, feeling bad or feeling like you did something wrong or anything like that. It's really just about understanding Christ and the church, right? And so he says, this is a great mystery. He's trying to explain to them how Christ loved the church. He's going back to the beginning of Genesis, but then he says, this is a great mystery, what I'm teaching, but I'm, con- I'm teaching concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, he says, but even though I'm, I'm using this as a comparison, he says, nevertheless, let each of you in uh, particular so love his own wife as himself and let the wife see that she what? Respects her husband, okay? And by the way, a lot of these principles isn't so far-fetched in what you should do to somebody who's a believer one way or the other, whether they're your husband or whether they're your mother or whether they're your, your, your brother or whether they're, you know, a, a, a member of your local church or whether they're your neighbor, you know, it, it, it all uh, kind of um, is the same. And so, and so if we, listen, if, if anybody wants to stay on and wants to kind of go through that again, I'm more than, I'm more than happy to do that. Okay. Cause it, cause um, uh, that was a lot to bite, you know, and we talked about how impact, listen, we do these Bible studies that we're not, that, that we go into the heavy meat. Okay. And that we go into the, into the, into the, into the meteor things. Right. And it's not always milk and it's not always, you know, spoon fed. Okay. And so if you want to stay on the line and you, and you need a further kind of explanation of it, we can do that. Or if you have questions or God has revealed something to you as we're going through this and you want to share it, please feel free to. Okay. Um, and then what we'll do next week, um, we will, tr- I will try my best on Tuesday next week <laughs> to get through uh, chapter six and we can put Ephesians uh, to rest. Okay. Uh, let's pray.